Wait, so what happened, Bert? What were you going to say? I don't know. Your um, you read that one book that showed like the nastiness of farm yeah. meat production and shit. Yeah. And it affected me so much. I was like, I'm going to become vegan for six months. Like no cheese. It was too difficult. Yeah, I didn't do cheese or meat. That is And then it hard. just became difficult because I started dating somebody and their mom was like a really good cook. And she was like very offended when I like didn't want to eat things. And I was just like, whatever, I'm not going to fucking like deal with this. So I just stopped eating meat or I started Whoa. eating meat and cheese again. Did you eat a lot of like meat alternatives or like just didn't eat? No, I think I ate more veggies and I think I ate like tofu and I tried just finding other sources of protein. But looking back on it though, I realized that like I definitely didn't eat enough protein because like it's hard for me to eat enough protein like now. Yeah. yeah. Let alone just eating vegetables. Um, So... I don't know. It was a very interesting time. But we thought our flight was tomorrow night at midnight because we purposely booked a red eye because we wanted to like have the whole day. We didn't Wait, where to are you going? Key West. Oh. So fuck? when we were like looking at flights, we there was like an option to go like in the morning and then you were traveling like all day or you could take a red eye and you would get there at like 10 a.m. the next day. And so we decided we're like, okay, let's just – not waste an entire day traveling and book a red eye. Mm-hmm. Just I, waste like, our precious our sleep eye- traveling. <laughs> yeah. But like we're going to be on vacation. So that's why I was like, I don't really like I'll be sleeping on the beach. I'll be sleeping like at, at the pool. Like, yeah, I'm going to be fine. Like, it's not going to be that big of a deal. Um, But both Joe and I like had convinced ourselves that our like red eye was tomorrow night. And then we both got like notifications from Delta being like, hey, it's time to check time in. To and we're like, in. I would Wait, not. I'm sorry, what? Be okay with that. <laughs> no, we're, we're both like panicking. Yeah. Because um, losing a whole day is a lot. Like, <laughs> yeah. Luckily, we have, I like told our dog setter like um, Tuesday through whenever we're gone till. So she's going to be fine. Like, she's all taken care of. But. Me and Joe are like <laughs> panicking and trying to pack and like figure all the logistics out. That makes me feel so anxious. anxious. Yeah, Thinking Joe is like it. not okay either. But we at least it's a we red like eye. still have like laundry. Yeah, we have like laundry and like pack. Like we're not packed at all. Like Joe had friends in town all weekend, so we were planning on like taking today as kind of like a reset day, doing laundry, packing, getting the house sorted. And then, like, having oh, tomorrow no. to kind of just, like, chill. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. And then it kind of plays into, like, this is it. very interesting of both of us. But we – this is, like, a. I think we're going for, like, eight days or nine days or something. Like, and that's kind of, like, a longer oh, vacation. Shit. But both of us, like, have anxiety about the fact that we're going to be, like, gone so long. And I'm, like, this is a sign that we need to, like – program more relaxing time into our schedules the fact that we're like oh that's why you have anxiety so I think so like the thought of just like doing nothing and relaxing is like making us anxious which I'm like that's really? not a good sign yeah I, have I thought it would be because just of like around being this away conversation from home. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it is partially being away from home but it's still like we're on it's a vacation like we are meant to 
just enjoy our time like in Gross. paradise. And we're both feeling like Are you just going just the two of you or are you meeting family? Yeah, just the two of us. Fun. Yeah. I feel like I we didn't know about this trip. Or maybe I just um, Well, I definitely told you because we rearranged the podcast schedule for it. But it was mm-hmm. um it's for like Joe's birthday. It was kind of like his thirtieth, like re thirtieth birthday celebration. He's like turning thirty three, but um, <laughs> but he turned 30 in covid so he didn't wait get when's to, like, his birthday proper celebration i'm sure we've talked about this oh okay oh shit yeah. so you'll be gone on his actual birthday yeah fine and that was like the intention behind it i see but yeah but we booked it like a while ago we like had this whole plan a while ago and now just like coming up to it we're like both like freaking out but is it a I resort or like where are you staying we're staying at a hotel, um, and then we're staying at a Kimpton hotel, and there's a couple different Kimpton hotels like Ooh, in Key West, so we can like bounce around to the different pools and like oh, that's cool things at each of the hotels, which is really nice. Yeah, um, I think there's three or four different Kimptons that we can go to, which is gonna be really nice. Fun, so we don't have to just like stay at one pool the whole time. Um, but yeah. <laughs> It's just been a whirlwind like this morning. I'm very glad Joe's like very clued into this travel stuff because I would have totally missed our flight tonight. Just well, like, he has to be obviously if you had no idea. <laughs> yeah, well, I got the notification. I just ignored it, and I was just are like, you kidding? <laughs> yeah, you're like it must just be a really early check in for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Oh my <laughs> just god, really weird, weird check in. I don't know why we're getting this notification. <laughs> That's but really fun. I want a pool Joe. vacation. That sounds nice. Like just relax yeah. in my pool. Yeah. Like our whole idea of making it this long is that, you know, sometimes it takes a couple days to get adjusted and like feel actually relaxed. Mm-hmm. So we're like, okay, let's like actually have five solid days of like relaxing and being at the pool and like actually getting to shut down our brains. Mm-hmm. But yeah there's this study someone on another podcast said this a long time ago but like you have to travel for like at least a full week for your body to like reset and like Hmm. really get the full benefits of like a restful vacation that's interesting i believe that and i i've well i went to australia too but when i went to hawaii for a whole week i definitely noticed that like it just felt so long and like i wasn't rushed to do anything and it like was such a good relaxing vacation i wonder if that would be the same of like taking a break even at home like if you just give yourself a few hours or a day if like that doesn't signify to your body actual resting yeah that is interesting but that's hard for like most people to just take a whole week at home yeah yeah Yeah. or on vacation i mean it's definitely gonna be i don't know i think i'm gonna like bring my journal and kind of just like really like do like a solid journal session every morning and just like i'll be able to track how i'm actually feeling if i'm able to like yeah that'd be nice chill out i mean you could also work like if you're feeling like it and it's like a fun yeah. thing well i will have to work a little bit but um i'm just gonna like really be mindful of it and like block schedule and stuff Mm-mm. like in the mornings well so clearly cool. my medication isn't fully working yet because just hearing Brittany's <laughs> travel plans gave me so much anxiety. 
<laughs> You're like, hello. Is this on? Do you like, does that stress you out, Devin, of a long trip or like just the flight thing? All of it. Really? Yeah. Interesting. I don't like long. Like a week is good enough for me. I stress about like uh, we want to go to Europe or something for our honeymoon. And I feel like mm-hmm. you got to do longer for Europe, especially if you're going to multiple places. And yeah. like yeah. leaving the dogs for that long, just being away yeah. from home that long. Like I don't like. I yeah. have done like various types of European vacations where we do like a long time in one place like a week in one place or like a few days in another place. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I really enjoyed do like we did, I think five days in Paris um, the last time I went. And it, it felt really so cool. nice to just do like one thing in the morning. Like we would do like a museum or a tour or something. And then the rest of the day, we would just kind of like take it, take in the city and just yeah. enjoy our life. And that was really nice in comparison to like doing just a couple days like here and there at other places it's just very rushed and it doesn't feel like you have enough time to like soak in the culture the food the people and all of that yeah exactly I feel like Europe's hard because it's like you want like while we're over there you want to hit as much as possible but then like yeah yeah, we want to we're trying to figure out how many places to go while still keeping it more like that where we can just chill and relax and like not be like go 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 Okay, we got to go to the next city. Okay, we got to go to the next city. I don't know. Are you going to use your travel agent again? Possibly. I was going to ask her, actually. She just had a baby, so she's been, like, less out of commission. But I was going to either ask her or ask for, like, other recommendations for agents. But, yeah, Yeah. I don't know. We thought either Europe or more, like, tropical, all-inclusive type thing. Yeah. I mean, if she has, like, I saw, like, Costco has a Bora Bora deal. That's, like, 3000 per person. Really? For those, like, water huts. Mm-hmm. That would be pretty sick. I think that'd be awesome. But I also worry that somewhere so like sick. there, like, people who go there say that there's, like, kind of nothing to do. Like, it's basically just being on the ocean and relaxing. Yeah. That's what I, I kind of like those vacations. Like, if you're in the mindset for that, I kind of like it. Yeah. But I guess there are people that don't really enjoy those types of vacations as much. I like it for a few days, but like a week of that would be a lot. Yeah. I'm excited just to like read a bunch of books. I might try the Akatar series. Oh, yeah. Do it. That'd be exciting. You'll like it. Yeah. Okay. Well, welcome back to another episode of So Glad We're Friends. I'm Maggie. I'm Devin. I'm Brittany. And today, since we haven't caught up in a while, we're going to be giving our life updates to each other and then also talking about all the pop culture happenings. And is your cat meowing? (laughs) I thought you you were looking at a cat. I know. I was like, (laughs) you didn't get a cat, Maggie. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was Sadie. I was like, how is she making that noise? Because she was moving. Wouldn't that be so funny if dogs could like imitate other people's noises? I would love that, like a parrot. (laughs) Oh my god! I wonder if huskies, because you know, like huskies, kind of imitate sounds and like talk. I wonder if they could imitate a cat or something. That's so cute when they're like, "I love you." (laughs) It's adorable. They're very cute. It's so cute. But yeah, so we're going to be talking about life updates and pop culture happenings because there's a lot going on that we have not covered in the pop culture world. 
What is going on in your lives, first of all? You know, nothing. Depression. <laughs> what is, do you have any medication update? Or you still feel like you're not feeling? No, you the actually, doctor, right? I do have a medication update. Um, so spironolactone has not been working for my face at oh. all. So I went to the How dermatologist last week. Uh, I It's been over 90 days. Is that what they told you? Oh, fuck. Really? Yeah. Most people said like after three months, you notice a huge difference and I'm breaking out so bad. But anyway, so my dermatologist put me on doxycycline. You have to take two a day. It's a pill. And that's for like, yeah, for like mm -hmm, bacterial shit. So a lot of people have said that they took it for like a month and it totally cleared up their face. So I could have some kind of like bacterial infection going on in my face and that could mm. solve it. My brother takes doxycycline for his, like every day. Like he, if he stops taking it, he starts breaking out really bad. So. Oh, really? That's so bad. Yeah. That's encouraging. Has he that done that for like for years? Well, it's, you're not supposed yeah. to, it's not supposed to be like a long-term thing that you are on. I know. Because it's an antibiotic. Yeah. Well, he did Accutane when he was in high school and- it worked for a while and then his acne came back. But like I've never had acne issues, so I'm wondering if there is some kind of just like Yeah. Bacterial thing going on or why something. It would start randomly. Like yeah. it's not changes in diet or like lifestyle yeah. or moving or anything like that. So it would You know another good brand deal for you besides apostrophe would be the face reality people. I've never even They like them. take on influencers. And, like, do an entire, like, a lengthy partnership, and they pay for, like, all of your treatments. They pay for, like, your facials. They pay for, like, blue light therapy. They have you, like, on this entire, like, regiment. And it's really fucking cool. That's, that's really, really cool. cool. Yeah. Um, there's a girl that started just recently um, with the whole program. But I really like that they're not just, like – I like that they're not just cluing into just their products because whenever I've like had breakouts or like flare ups and stuff, I don't just treat with like products. I also do like the face treatments at the med spas and like dermatologists and stuff. And I think it really like you have to do both in order to like really treat everything. Um, Even like because I don't know. Have you done like the blue light red light therapy? Mm mm. Because the blue light kills the P bacteria, which causes a lot of acne in your skin. And I did that for like three or four months. And it like has long lasting effects. Like I still don't really break out on my forehead ever. Hmm. Whoa. Um, Is that your Iron Man mask? It is. But before like they came out with that, I was going in. I think they might have like even stronger lights in person. So I might even like go into a... Do you just have to like lay there and then they just put the light on you for that? Yeah. What I would do is I would get like, I would get like a cleanse and I would get extractions done and then they would put the blue light on and then they would put the red light on for like Hmm. extended periods of time. And then. That's awesome. Yeah. There's just so many other things besides like medication now that you can like use in combination. But that's why I really like that whole like face reality program because they pay for all of the treatments in addition to like the skincare products. Yeah, that's cool. But 
it, would it must be really like a deal with though. like a esthetician or like i i looked into facials and they're so fucking expensive yeah so you could definitely get one i'm so excited to get my free facial they're giving cameron one too <laughs> Oh, cute. Oh, my gosh. That's exciting. He was like, I want to go. I was like, okay, I'll ask. But it's a dermatology office, which I think is a more exciting. My dermatology office like has that, too. Like, they have a yeah. side for medical, and they have a side for... I love those type of dermatology. You should really ask them. You should. I'll look into it. There's a lot of places like that in every city that are, like, just partnering with creators to, like, create the content and do, like, once a month skin treatments. Yeah, because I feel you know, it's interesting that my dermatologist has not even recommended that to me. I find like I think that's interesting. interesting too because they have it like in their practice. Like whenever mm-hmm. when I went to um that that med spa for the period of time where like my because my acne like was kind of chilling and then my sophomore year of college it just flared up. Like I just had mm-hmm. I was looking at pictures the other day and I was like. It, I just had like massive breakouts like all over the place and it was just so difficult to deal with. Mm-hmm. And then I started going to that dermatologist in med spa and they were very much like they work together a lot on all the different That's things. Cool. Yeah. I'm like just trying to get the medicine to like really start working. And then yeah. after that, like, I don't, I, I feel so embarrassed about how my face even is that I was like, well, I don't want to go get a facial when my face is so disgusting right Mm now. But that's when you should go get them. Yeah. Like, I I think it's smart to, like, do the – like, see what's actually working, like, medicine-wise. But if other treatments can speed up the process, you might as well try that because you just did 90 days of just medication and no, like, anything else. You also see it as, like, much worse on yourself, like – I don't look at your skin and think it looks horrible or embarrassing whatsoever. Mm. It's horrible. I have to just say from someone who is in your shoes, that is like, it's like obviously great what other people think that, but like it's not that comment like can't really like replace like how you feel internally. It still feels like shit every single day to wake up and like just see. Yeah, and each new – freaking zit is a new scar on my face Mm -hmm. that i'm gonna have to deal with down the line like and my face is really sensitive and scars so easily that every single one it's like it stays on my face for like huge Mm -hmm. red spot for like two months that was my least favorite part of when i had really bad acne was the scarring for sure yeah that's like why i think the skin treatments in combination because that's when my like my acne scarring wasn't that bad until college and then college, my face just got destroyed because I had such big, like, zits all over the place. And then I wish I would have just gotten, like, the treatments done sooner because then I wouldn't have as many scars. And yeah. I had to spend, like, thousands of dollars to get it taken care of and get rid of it. Did you guys do, like, skincare in high school? Not proper skincare. I feel like I used, like, the Neutrogena. Like, the face wash. Bottle. The yeah. Grapefruit yeah, and face then, wash. <laughs> and then like, like a normal moisturizer. Oh, are you fancy? <laughs> Always bougie. <laughs> that was just like what my mom used, so then she just gave it to us. I just find it interesting. Um, like I think teenagers nowadays, like when I 
Because like when I was a freshman, Urban Decay was kind of like the main makeup brand. Like we all had Urban Decay or like Bare Minerals was a thing and stuff. And like now mm-hmm. I'm seeing these girls on TikTok who are like in middle school or freshmen. Drunk elephant. Yeah. They literally got all the like high-end also, skincare, all the like They all use makeup. Drunk Elephant and Drunk Elephant is so fucking expensive. So expensive. Like their moisturizer bottle is like. $70. My mom definitely <laughs> bought me it in high school for like Christmas and things for sure. But like, it, I just wonder if kids now are experiencing less acne or like less skin problems because they're doing like they're more educated on that now. Like, I would go to sleep in my makeup. Like, I would love that. Time. Oh my God. That would actually, be really I always awesome just used micellar water like to wash oh, my face. Mm-hmm. That was my, my thing. That's interesting. I would because it's nice if they can start in high school because that's when like kind of shit hits the fan for most people. So if you're like already starting like the whole regiment and taking care of your skin. Yeah, like wearing sunscreen and everything. Yeah, wearing oh, sunscreen yeah. especially be for them. <laughs> my I think my sunspot spots like started when because I used to like burn like right underneath here. Oh, like I would always every, burn like there. all the time in elementary school and middle school. I think it was like from wearing goggles because the goggles. Were like, <laughs> yeah, they I was like a right water there. baby. <laughs> like I loved being in the water, so I would like we would just be in the water the whole time and like obviously taking the goggles on and off. Like it's so true. <laughs> it's like that perfect line right there. <laughs> yeah, and it would just be so sensitive. And then that's where I have like sunspots now. That just made me wish that we could all go be little kids together and like go play in the pool like at eight years old. Dolphins, we're we're so gonna do that. We should bring like all the little mermaids too. Oh, we definitely should. (laughs) Guys, we booked our a first official. So glad we're friends trip. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I am so excited. We're going to Palm Springs it's- at the beginning of November, and it has a pool at the house, so we will be playing. We should bring, like, cute floaties and everything. Yes. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Well, I'm, I'm probably going to have my car so I can. Yeah. Shit, I keep forgetting, like, I got to fly. Stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. I got to bring all these things. <laughs> I can't. We should definitely find some floaties, some, like, fun boy floaties. Yeah. Yes. That'd be cute. That's we could also cutest. maybe have things shipped to the house. We need goggles we too. To time that. Yes. I'm down. I need goggles. I'm hoping to find like a really cute sun hat in Palm and not Palm Springs, but in Florida. We could do like a whole sun hat theme. That would be cute. That could be cute for a cover photo. If you have any ideas for a cover photo for us, leave them below or go comment on our Instagram because we're gonna shoot a cover photo. I'm really excited. And if you have any photographer recommendations in Palm Springs. If you live in Palm Springs and you're a photographer, (laughs) hit us up. Or willing to go to Palm Springs, we'll hang out with you. (laughs) Yeah. You can come hang out with us. Um, I literally have just been wedding planning. I think that's my only life updates is we've just been planning and it's very fun actually. I made a whole Hold on, I'll send it right now so you can get a live reaction. Camera's trying to decide <laughs> what suits to wear um, and what suit he wants Is he to trying wear. to do it through a company? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably like black Which tux. Which or... There's a bunch of them, but I think he's leaning towards black tux. But so I made this like photoshopped thing of my bridesmaids and his groomsmen standing like where we would get married. <laughs> and it's just mm-hmm. really funny because it's like Photoshop and all of our heads are so big. <laughs> oh my God, I love this. 
you put your actual faces on there <laughs> yeah oh my god but I love this it and it was best. like very I don't know it's like feels more real now I guess so it's like getting way more exciting for me that it feels is that like the kind of soon. tux that Cam wants like he wants like the black lapels he's trying to decide he didn't like that one at first but I I think it'd be cute for the reception or he like maybe wants to change for the reception I don't know. He's looking oh. at pink suits. He's looking at green suits. He's looking at tan. <laughs> He's looking at a bunch of shit. The tan one he could totally like wear time and time again though. I like for the sure. Tan. Well, but they're oh maybe because I'm pretty sure with the black tux like the groom gets it free, but I don't know if you get it free and then you get to keep it or like you just get your rental free. Hmm. I'm not sure. But yeah, we've been doing, we did like all of our guest lists. I'm like trying to design the invitations right now. And then we've like been going thrift shopping to try to find like plates and stuff because plates are really expensive to rent. Like it's like two to three dollars per plate to rent it. That is so bizarre. Like that's a lot. You guys could totally get them thrifted and then like um turn around and like sell them on facebook marketplace yeah that's kind of what we're thinking i found like the cutest like antique like floral it has like pink and yellow flowers and they're so cute just get paper plates (laughs) honestly like (laughs) maybe that's like i thought too because if we do food trucks then i'm also thinking like what even plate settings that need to be at the table if we're doing food trucks like would they just be stacked by the food rather than like at your place setting because you wouldn't be like bringing and if they the were then like you can just get some really basic plates like why worry about yeah you might as well just get like looks. the the plastic looking like fancy plates yeah or people the do like if they do plastic. pizza they do like little pizza yeah. boxes type things like little oh, triangle that's so true if you're doing boxes. a food truck then the food truck probably provides the thing that the like what is it called the like container like, yeah <laughs> the thing you put it in <laughs> i don't know but so we didn't end up buying anything and i think we gotta figure that out have you sent the invites out yet or the save the dates no, no. so we decided not to do save the dates since we're behind technically i guess um and you then should just, just do gonna... the email one the email I was, we were thinking of that but like we need to get the invitations out anyways probably by end of september or like very beginning of october so like yeah. this is stressing well me out again <laughs> <laughs> give devin like stressed. a year to plan things you don't you don't got to do any planning you just got to show up and look pretty <laughs> i have it on my calendar and i'm ready joe's like joe also is like so excited i hope that joe's invited too because <laughs> Oh yeah, we were talking about that in Colorado. No, only Brittany. You can't. Bring I'm gonna have Joe. to be Brittany and Joe's third wheel because I'm not I, the only one. I did include a plus one for you, Devin, because I know that you would not want to go by yourself, and that you would. Your mom was like, "I want to come." Her no, her mom was like, "I'm coming." <laughs> yeah, we have like one ninety something guests on the guest list, including all the plus ones and everything. Holy and then shit. we're allowed 175 so like people got to say no and i know people will say no yeah yeah that's fun that's but crazy. joe like wants to make a whole trip out of it he's like so excited to go to like the pacific northwest he's like i'm gonna golf and we're gonna go do this gonna do that. that's what i hope like that's my dream is that i hope that everyone will make a big trip out of it and like go do other things yeah. and like just make it a fun full weekend yeah 
Yeah. I'm really excited. All right. Let's get to the pop culture things. Pop off. Pop off culture. <laughs> um, I don't know if this counts as pop culture, but Coco Goff was the first American to win the U.S. Open in, I think, since, like, I forgot the year now. I've, like, been looking at all these different dates, but it's been a minute since somebody from the U.S. has won. And I, like, literally started crying when she won. It was just, like, the most That's exciting so thing. That's so exciting. Like, she is so cute. People were, like – I didn't realize, like, how much people were, like, doubting her as, like, a player and her ability to get to, like, this level. And over the last, like, three-ish months, she, like, has won two different tournaments, like, a 500-level, a 1,000-level, and then she's now won the U.S. Open. Wow. So, and she's, like, the first teen to win. Wait, she's a t- Serena. She's a teen. She's now? nineteen. She's nineteen. Whoa, I did not know Holy she was nineteen. Shit. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Wow. So. And the videos of her when she was little at the U.S. Open is so cute. I know. Like Talk about just like dreaming. the the like path and the manifestation to that point. It's just so surreal. And how fucking hard they work. Yeah. To train. It's like a full. The thing about tennis too is it's like all year round they have like a couple weeks off maybe like three to four weeks off in december and that's it the the tour is like all year round and the way that they're ranked is by like how many to how many tournaments they play in so like your your overall ranking is so if you like don't play a tournament you don't get the points so then you're like you just drop really far down Unless you're really good in like winning the grand slams and stuff, and then so are you like, just allowed in at any age? Like, were the other people that she was playing also teenagers or young, or like are there age age divisions, or it's just you're good, so then you can get to the U.S. Open if you keep beating everyone? I'm not sure exactly what the definition is, but there's like you go pro and then you start oh, okay. playing in those like higher level tournaments. But there is like a junior level that people play. That is so cool. But- I think she went pro at like sixteen or seventeen, um, and has That's done really crazy. really well. But people were like kind of doubting her ability. And tennis is um, both so physical and so mental. It's crazy, how which I learned from too. the Taylor Jenkins Reid novel. Yes. Carrie Soto <laughs> returns <laughs> or is back. Same. same. <laughs> It's like how they you have to like think about what your opponent is thinking that you're gonna do and like trick them and like tire them out and like there's so much strategy and you can't overthink things. No. It's also kind of crazy just the little things that start to irk people. Like Mm -hmm. the since so there was another tournament with or there like Coco was playing Sabalenka, who is Russian. And so the fact that Coco was U.S. and she was playing at the U.S. Open, like, the crowd was just so in her favor. And that totally got into Sabalenka's head because, like, the crowd is literally cheering, like, so, like, thousands and thousands of people are just, like, saying, wow. go, 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 Like, the momentum you is go, Glenn, totally go, go. in. <laughs> you go. And then, and then, like, but think about how hard that would be. Like, no one wants you to win that tournament. No, and yeah, you I know honestly that thought you can like that. feel it. But also won, on the like, reverse side, yeah. like I'm sure some people get angry and get really motivated by that. Like I'm gonna show you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <gasps> but I think that like they everyone who was playing an American said it was like kind of tough. Um, like even uh Djokovic when he played Shelton, who's an American player, and Djokovic is Serbian, 
he said it was really tough because like everyone was cheering for um Sheldon to win do boys only play boys and girls only play girl yes unless it's mixed doubles there's a mixed doubles but it's like a boy and a girl versus a boy and a girl cool yeah that's just so awesome and like that she saw Venus and Serena playing like when she was little I think that shows too like just what inspiration is like now there's a little girl who's gonna see her and be inspired to do the same thing Mm -hmm. 100% I think it's awesome and she's like sponsored by Rolex too like oh yeah that's so random (laughs) yeah there's quite a few I like that would be like a dream sponsorship if I was a tennis player do they wear watches while playing no, but they'll like throw them on like right after the match. Mm. Like as soon as the match was over, she like, <laughs> they're put like, on a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh my god, I do the same thing though. Like For I'd sure. love to just be like iced out. That is so awesome. I love that so much. That's my biggest pop culture moment. That is I huge. I have confidence so into it this year yeah. too. I feel like women's sports are like kind of popping off a little bit. Yeah. Oh, also the other really fun thing. This is like kind of a little nerdy, but uh, Billie Jean King like fought for equal prize money for the men and the women because there's that. so many sports that are like, you know, the men are paid like quadruple, like five mm-hmm. times, ten times more than the women, and so she fought for um, equal pay and spent fifty years, which is kind of crazy if you think about it. Like fifty years of equal <laughs> that is pay. insane. But, like, I think it's just the U.S. Open because other other people have like. I think they're trying to get to that point where every tournament is equal pay, but at least the U.S. Open, I think, has been 50 years. Um, wow. I saw Coco, like, take started... the check, and she was like, thank you for making this equal. Like, she saw, she was like, oh. Yeah. I just think it's so badass. But, like, I just restarted Battle of the Sexes, which is kind of about that. Um, what is Emma that Stone's on? in it. Steve Carell. I just rented it again on it's Amazon a movie? Prime. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've never heard of it. Emma Stone's in it. Steve Carell's in it. And it's kind of like the start of like, cause Billie Jean King started the WTA. Oh, I kind of vaguely remember the previous women's tennis association. Yeah. Um, because the men were like, I think, I don't know if it's true or exact numbers, but they were like, okay, the prize of money is going to be 1500 for the women and like 8,000 for the men. And Billie Jean King was like, fuck that. Yeah. (laughs) I'll start my own thing. I love that. Did you see? I'm I'm like restarting it. I was telling Devin while we were before we were recording that Allison started that sports podcast. Did you see that? Allie Cooch. Mm -hmm. She's like, like sports for girls. I did see that. Is it a different one than she did last year? Yeah, I think so. Okay. She did a podcast last year. I thought last year was like a show type thing. I don't, I didn't ever listen or watch. i didn't ever watch it either um but i definitely want to listen to that too yeah this is one's she doing it with be... somebody else no i thought it was maybe like with a company or something it might be but i don't think that she has a co-host but it's an interesting concept like if she continues with every like type of sport and not just football and then could do it year-round kind of yeah that would be really cool yeah, I really enjoy her perspective on it because she makes it very simple to understand. Like, I didn't know how much – I didn't know half of this stuff. 
I feel like I um, actually understand now. Like when she's talking about the practice squad and dropping players and recruitments and everything, I have never understood any of that until she explained no. it. No. Yeah. So if you want to learn, it's more also about kind sports. of funny too. Just like at that level, you kind of compare yourself to people at that level, but it's kind of funny because even to be at that level, you are one in like however many. Like, mm-hmm. it's still very rare and you are still really fucking good to be, like, on a practice squad or even, like, getting to the semifinals in, like, tennis or wherever you are. Like, it's still a huge accomplishment, but it kind of goes to show comparison-wise. People are mm-hmm. just comparing you to, like, other people at that level. But you're like, yeah. no, no, no. Like, I am at the top. I'm playing at the very top of this yeah, level. Like, like, you would never I'm, be considered for the NFL. Like, me no. being on the practice squad is better. <laughs> I just Hell finished yeah. the quarterback on Netflix and oh, how was Kurt, it? it's really good. Um, my family is Kurt a big Chiefs family. Cousins? Yeah, so Kirk Cousins oh. Oh, yeah. was in it. He was one of the quarterbacks. <laughs> I just got a following. guess last name. <laughs> and they got to the playoffs, which was like a huge thing for him. He's never played in the Super Bowl, I don't think, even though he's like a legendary quarterback. Like everybody knows his name. Like Maggie, you knew his name for some reason just because he's good. <laughs> Um, but then the first round of the playoffs, they fucked up and then you're out like one loss and you're gone. And we were watching this game. It was Christmas time and he lost and he had to go home to his beautiful family, adorable sons, this big, huge house all decorated for Christmas. And we're like, honestly, it's not that bad. Like you got to the playoffs. You did a great job. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it sucks because now you're starting all over again from zero next season. But, like, look at all this stuff that you have. This huge house. Yeah. You get to spend time family. with your family now. It's Christmas. Like, That is really yeah. crazy, the perspective on that. Yeah. yeah How is your family like losing? Chiefs fans? <sighs> My dad's brother... I don't really know the story, but he picked a team when he was young in high school. (laughs) I don't know if the Cardinals were not in Arizona yet or if the Cardinals were just really horrible, but he has been a Chiefs fan since I've known him. But like, so random. Well, the Chiefs were really good when he jumped bandwagoned onto their team, but then they were really bad for a long time. Like, as long as I've been alive, they've been horrible. And then they got Patrick Mahomes and now they're really good again. So. I'm like the Cardinals are so bad this year so I'm just like okay Chiefs fan I like Patrick Mahomes so yeah so funny yeah I love those type of stories like where people have these like huge fandoms from like random stories (laughs) yeah like Like his basement he has like Chiefs memorabilia like you know it's like his man cave like he has like old jerseys and pictures and balls and so like he's a really big Chiefs fan but at least he stuck with it. He was yeah. like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna he be stuck through him for life." Him. Yeah. yeah, and he's being rewarded now. That is really well, exciting. Speaking of football, did you see Taylor Swift is rumored to be dating one of those brothers oh. who was in the Super Bowl? Actually? Travis Kelsey, like the Kelsey, yes. Travis Kelsey. I did not see that. I kind of love that. Wasn't she just dating Joe Maddie Healy? His name's Joe. You can Maddie remember Healy. that, hopefully. <laughs> oh, you're talking about Maddie Healy? Yeah. Yeah, that was like when a two-week date- thing. Oh, that was just a little... Joe funny. is six years. Oh, yeah. So I, I think she was that. just 
little rebounding a little thing. yeah that is interesting i kind of love that at the uh kylie was with <gasps> timothee i kind of yeah. love it now me too seeing I them together i'm he? like oh they're what so he cute he's an actor like a big actor he's gonna play willy wonka in the new willy wonka movie <laughs> Are they rebooting Willy Wonka? Yeah. I hope they make it better than the other ones. I think it's about, it's like the past or something. Willy Wonka and how he became Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. So it's like his. Like his come up story. Yeah. What else has he been in? I don't know. Like I haven't seen really. Yeah. Never saw that. Which one, Duff? Call Me By Your Name. Call me by your name. What was like? He's in a lot of like award-winning movies. Like call me by your name. (laughs) Oh, um, his sister is in Sex Lives of College Girls. Which one's the sister? The nerdy one. I can't think of her name. With the short brown hair. Oh yeah yeah yeah. That's his sister. Yeah. That's so funny. I, know. I was thinking like, like the blonde girl. She's Renee like a Rapp. singer. Yeah. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> I was really excited to find that out. <laughs> <laughs> to find out about Renee. <laughs> She's like How my favorite singer been... right now. <laughs> Glad I'm going you to see her, her in concert in two weeks. That's really oh my God, exciting. So you're, like a real, you're like a very big fan. I am a very big fan, yeah. <laughs> also, she's just so I just pretty. think she's so cool. Yeah, she's so pretty. I really like her personality. She's Did you see so her cool. protecting Drew Barrymore on stage? Yeah, that was no. She was like full bodyguarding. They were doing like a Q&A, like a live on stage Q&A. And this guy comes up like during the Q&A. He's like, Drew! Drew. One of Drew's stalkers. I'm Chad like, Michael Busto. You know me. You know who yeah. I am. <laughs> and like he starts walking oh up, and God. like Renee goes right in front of her and like protects her. And yeah, it turns out he's like one of her stalkers. Well, I think she's really cool. <laughs> she's really cool. Yeah. Uh, but she's trying to get like off the show though, which makes me kind of sad because I like her character. Yeah, she is. I mean, she's doing one more season. Yeah, I know it's but sad. like I, I think like they're trying to like write her character out like this season. Oh, so they're like she's under contract for another season, but they're kind of like, nah, it's okay. We'll just write you out, and we won't even. Use well, you. I think I don't know exactly what I what it was, but I think that they're like they'll probably like just start trickling her out, like so she just won't be yeah. too much of the main character. But I hope they replace her with somebody. But she's also playing Regina George in Mean Girls. In the Mean what? Girls really? movie. Mm-hmm. Well, I did not hear about this. Are they just They're redoing, redoing all of these movies? Well, so there was Mean Girls on Broadway. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. Yeah. She played Regina George. On Broadway? In, on Broadway, yeah. That was like her first oh. thing. 
and now they're making it a movie. So I think it might be a musical, maybe. No, so wait, no, that would know. make more sense if it was like it would make sense if they made a musical adaptation of a movie rather than just redoing it. Like it's almost yeah. too soon to just read. And especially yeah, with but her they're too. like, um, well, I guess she is going to be Regina. I was thinking that they were like a younger class. Mm-hmm. They did do but, that already. Remember mm-hmm. when they did that? It was not good. No, I don't no. remember. It was like a few years after Mean Girls and it was like just four different girls that were younger. It was not good. <laughs> hmm. Also, uh, Conrad is going to be Aaron Samuels. Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's really good. Yeah. That's going to be fun. That's a great casting. Wait, yeah. what the heck? Are, are they already filming? How many this? are they like Mean Girls? I don't know if I'm like, f- there's a promo picture. Are they calling mm-hmm. it? Okay, so it's a musical according to. Okay. That makes more sense. People. Mean Girls a musical movie. Unless this is already out. Maybe not. So it's like when they do Grease or the Wicked movie or those ones. It does make sense though that she's going to be the. She's mm-hmm. in it because she obviously knows how to sing well. I wonder who will be Katie. Yeah. Um, I don't know how to pronounce her name. Anjurie Rice. Do we know her or she's a new person? One of these girls, Joe and I have like, she's like in everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is the Anjurie Rice. Has been in so many fucking movies that we've been seeing recently. She's been in like Nice Guys, The Last Thing He Told Me, Mayor of Easttown. Also, oh. did you guys see Mayor of? Have you guys seen Mayor of Easttown? By the way, I think I no. started it. I loved it. It was like I was very sad that it that I finished it. Um, she's in oh Spider Man. This whole cast. John Hamm is Coach Carr. Wait, Tina Fey is still going to be Miss Norbury? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's Jenna so Fisher, funny. Miss Heron. Jenna Fisher is going to be Katie's mom. Wow. That is a great cast. Oh, and Busy Phillips is going to be Regina George's mom. Well, that is excellent casting. Wow. That is so funny. That's going to be good. That is so crazy. Yeah, so that's exciting. That'll be good. That's really exciting. Um, any other like fun things I need to know about? <laughs> um, well, Joe Jonas's <laughs> divorce is not fun, but I know I, I was like, we're gonna switch to the non-fun it. shit because that's really not fun. I feel so confused about it. Like it doesn't make sense. So Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner are getting a divorce. But the weird thing is that Joe and his publicity team are putting out all these like storylines that are in favor of him in the divorce. And Sophie's side isn't saying any, like Sophie's team hasn't put out any statements at all. Meanwhile, Joe's putting out all these statements about like, Sophie parties too much and he's taking the kids himself on tour and he's the one who has to take care of the kids right now and then he like recently went out 
and took his kids like out to lunch or something and like, like the called the paparazzi after. to take pictures of him with his kids you out know in what? public. That's so shitty because that's their kid's mom. And yeah, she's like, also been recording Take a note from a Kim show. Kardashian. Yeah, that's a so fucking true, Dove. Like, she has been so fucking amazing mm-hmm. in this entire thing. Mm-hmm. And she has some shit to say. She could say oh, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder, though, because then Joe at the concert, I think last night or two nights ago, said, like, don't believe anything unless it's coming straight from my lips. Because all, there was so many conflicting reports. Like, it's like, oh, she's out and parties too much. Then it was like that they heard her say something on, like, a ring camera that made him then want to get divorced or, like. But what's also weird is, like, she's been at all the concerts that she posted a picture of her, like, kissing his hand, like, a week ago. Oh, like it's very odd it doesn't make sense like was like i kind of feel like almost she was blindsided maybe i truly i choose not to believe a lot of like the articles and stuff because it's all just like very clickbaity yeah so it does kind of make sense if he like announced and said like don't believe everything you read because what if his team you're saying like like putting out stuff behind his back yeah that's what i kind of think because it's not ever like directly from yeah Damn, it's from like random sources it's from a source yeah source close to the <laughs> person like what does that mean that's, that's really sad Possible, i just think like... it's really like it's kind of sad that the you know pr people in all the magazines and tabloids and stuff just don't think about the family and don't think about the kids and I how know. this like plays through like goes back on the kids like forget about selling everything like Think about how the kids have to grow up and, like, read all this stuff. And they're so little. Like, that's the saddest part. I told Cameron, I was like, I want to have, like, a contract where we cannot get divorced while our children are little or, like, during that period where I feel like shit is just going to be hard. Like, things are probably Mm. just really difficult or you go through longer periods where you're like, damn, this sucks. Like, I'm not happy or whatever. And then, like, you would hopefully move through that and then things would be good again. But, like, they have little babies. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta wait. And she out. was out of the country, I think, filming or just in a different state filming. Like, so how could she watch the kids? And he can't yeah. watch them 24 7. He's literally on tour. So, like, even though he has the kids, he's not with them all the time. Also, I guess their divorce papers said, like, irreparable damages Yeah. But I think that's how everybody mostly files for divorce, unless it's like. Well, eek, er, er, irreconcilable differences yes Yes. i think don't you get like like a choices or something like isn't there like a certain amount like uh, when you're filing for divorce you pick between like certain yeah i think that that's like yeah the basic answer that people put so i guess that doesn't really mean anything sad i don't love that i definitely if i would pick anyone for him it would be her but also i guess i'm excited to have single joe yeah it'll be interesting us being like older and he's like getting a kind of that different perspective because mm-hmm. i feel like whenever he, he he was like so much younger right when like he was doing when he was last single yeah and we were so much younger they've been together like six or six years crazy wow sad yeah oh also i, I found a new sad. crush oh Who? if you would like a new crush Prince Eric from Little Mermaid, the new movie. Oh, 
He is so cute. cute. He looks like Elliot Grange, Sophia Richie's husband. Like just that type of vibe, like the dark curly hair, Jewish Uh looking voice. Blue eyes. Oh, he is very cute. He's so cute. Like I saved a picture of him to a camera roll. He looks like Prince Eric. (laughs) (laughs) He really looks like Prince Eric. Like the casting was perfect. And like when he'd wear those like the loose white button Mm -hmm. up thing and then it'd be like undone and his chest hair showing. It was so cute. He literally looks like the the cartoon character literally Mm -hmm. that's incredible but it's a pretty cute movie also english is he english i don't know maybe he is an english actor oh that's always the brits he do you like know what i mean like could you (laughs) if you look at him for the first time doesn't he like just look british yeah yeah, usually people i have crushes on are british (laughs) yeah that is true that tracks well for you Mm -hmm. It does track. <laughs> you better not go to England on your honeymoon. <laughs> like, bye, Cam. I might. I do really want to go, like, possibly plan it to be able to see Taylor Swift's European tour while we're on our honeymoon. That would be fun. That would be pretty Because cool. she's going to be, like, in London, like, two weeks after we get married or something. Oh, That's perfect. Funny. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, did you guys listen to Olivia Rodrigo's album at all? Yeah, no album. What are your thoughts? I listen to songs here and there. Um, my thoughts are like obviously it's really really good, and I love her, and she's so I like how she sings with a lot of emotion and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And some of her songs are like very like they tell stories and stuff, which is fun. Mm-hmm. But also, I know everybody is talking about this album. They are obsessed and like literally everyone on TikTok, all the people that I follow are like talking about Olivia's album. But I just want to say that Renee Rapp just put out an album like a couple weeks ago and it is equally as amazing and that everybody should listen to that as well because it is really, really fucking good. I was listening to like her just do like snippets of her songs like on tiktok like you know when they're like just starting and like they're kind of hyping up their songs mm-hmm. and renee they were or incredible. olivia renee oh yeah like when she... like i think like when i discovered her like four months ago or whatever mm-hmm. um yeah i was just like blown away by her voice she has so she puts so much into her music and her songwriting is just so fucking good Maybe yeah. I need to sit with like the lyrics and listen to her music yeah. more because I haven't yeah. fully like gotten into it. You know, sometimes I have a hard time liking a like because I think I listened to one of Olivia Rodrigo's like new releases from like a New Music Friday thing, and for some reason, she I need to be in a certain type of mood to like enjoy Olivia Rodrigo's music. Mm-hmm. Like I can't just enjoy it like kind of like on a drive sort of thing. Like I need to be in a certain type of mood. yeah i feel that it's hard for me in general to start liking new music like it usually takes me several times of listening to it and then i either only listen to that one song or a few songs on repeat or like yeah not at all i love paint the town red by doja cat right now oh my god me too repeat 24 (laughs) such a good she is such good music i'm sure i've i'm sure i've heard it tiktok i think does a really good job of like make like getting me excited for music yeah like yeah. i started liking olivia rodrigo's new album because of tiktok a lot of people and hate that like and very much disagree really? with that yeah that like music Wait, why because music culture 
a lot now. Like all the songs on the radio typically come from TikTok or vice mm. versa where the like bigger artists then have to promote it a lot on TikTok. But I, I feel like, like I like that better now because like back in the day, it was just always the obvious like, oh, Katy Perry mm-hmm. put out a new album. It's going to be on the radio. Like mm-hmm. it was always the same fucking four people like Maroon 5 and Katy Perry and the Chainsmokers. So yeah. And like now it's really cool. new people Anybody are able to. Yeah. Yeah. I think the people that are like the most passionate and like embrace social media and especially TikTok because the people that like what I've seen a lot of artists do is they just create a video over and over and over again with the same like popular bit. That's why you should follow Renee Rap on TikTok because you will hear a song a couple of times on TikTok and then you'll be like, I really need to listen to that whole song and then you'll love it because that's what she does. She kind of just like posts a video of herself to a song, one of her songs and then you're like, wait, I like this song. All the ones that pop up of her on my For You page are like the thirst traps of her lip syncing or things. Yeah, but that's how you get... But it's not her music. The song hooked. Oh, Usually I feel like... Like it'll be like Taylor sure? Swift She posts a lot of her music though. Yeah. Maybe. On her TikTok. I don't follow her. I don't think so. I think it's just whatever comes up on my free page. I have to say I'm obsessed with Monet. You guys like have me. Did you? Her. Yes. Yay. I love her. She's such a sweetie. And I love that she does YouTube to like accompany. I videos. just She's so cute and sweet and I feel like she deserves like all the fame like she just moved out of her parents apartment yeah also though her boyfriend is such a sweetheart too like i read i listened to one of his videos he was talking about therapy and like what it's done for him and how it's changed his perspective and everything and i was just like oh my god wow like they are such an amazing couple together yeah like i didn't know about him until they started dating but apparently people yeah, didn't they like, recently knew of start him. dating like a few months ago. Was he on Love Island? Yeah. Six months ago? I don't know when the I don't know what he was on. But people knew about him and like it was they thought they were being really secretive, but like people clocked it the whole time because they'd post videos mm. like in the exact same location on the same days. <laughs> and they'd be like, Okay, yeah. we know you guys are dating. I think that he's been big on TikTok for a while. I think so. He has but like a million his own followers. He looks like he would be on a show like that. Yeah. Are you guys watching any of the current, like, love shows? Like, Love is Blind just came out and fucking, what's the other one? Not Temptation. Are you guys going to watch The Golden Bachelor? Yes. I am going to. That's very interesting. I might try one episode. it starts this month. I can't believe, like, I was was really out of The Bachelor world for these last two seasons, and I think that they're going to get me back with this Golden Bachelor thing. September 28th. I think that's when I see Renee. <gasps> oh, what's coming out in three days? The morning yeah. show. The new season of the morning show. Oh, yeah. Oh, I never watched that. I might start oh, watching it just because there's nothing else good coming out anymore. I watched the first season. And did you and I, like it or did you not feel like it? I struggled. Really? Mm-hmm. I think I just love Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. I oh, I did see that. I finally watched the Smartless documentary. Loved oh. it. Oh. Loved isn't it so, so good? good? It's like cozy. So I love good. just watching it. It is very cozy. Did you hate that it was black and white or did you like that? No, I was okay with it actually. Hmm. It's just I, an interesting creative it was an decision. Interesting 
Joe said that the director shoots a lot in black and white, though. Mm. So it's, like, not atypical for him. That's interesting. Or it's, like, not, like, a different thing for that director. sense. It would have been cool if it was, like, in color when they were on stage or something, like. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I actually really didn't mind it, though. I thought I might be more annoyed by it, but I thought it was fine. I did like seeing um, Will Arnett with his kids. And, like, mm-hmm. how much he loves his kids. Yeah. In it. The – Jason's character – so did you guys ever watch The Switch? Yes. With Jennifer Aniston and Jason Bateman? I feel like Jason is literally the Wally character in real life. Like, he's yeah. not, like, any different from that character. That's, yeah. like, every character he plays in every movie he's in. I feel like it's so – his personality. Yeah, that's and he's so like, true. So you don't take a shower after you take a shit? <laughs> every morning so you take a shit and then you put on your clothes and (laughs) so are you gonna go take a shower now (laughs) did you guys ever watch that like improv show on netflix with will arnett and oh the murderville or whatever yeah oh yeah i watched the christmas one and it was really funny i think i could maybe have a different appreciation for it now that i know their characters I've never really been drawn to like Will Arnett's type of humor though. Mm. I like like when they break character and stuff because then it's like funny because they're friends already. Yeah. Yeah. I also went back and listened to all their episodes on Armchair Expert because I was like, I want to hear them. Oh, yeah. I want to do that. (laughs) When were they they recent? Several years ago. I think Jason Bateman's been on twice. Yeah. I've been so enthralled with Smartless. I haven't like listened to anything new on Armchair. I kind of so love that. Funny. Yeah, I've, I've been, never guessed. I know. I've been loving Trisha Paytas's podcast by herself. She started a new podcast Who is by that? herself. She's the one that I'm obsessed with. That has done YouTube for like 15 plus years, but she is just iconic. She does everything and nothing at the same time. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know how to explain her. She's just like a character. Do you know what's kind of interesting about YouTube is I feel like it has a longer shelf life. Or like they For those sure. creators have this like longevity that's way different than create. Like I don't think that we can really say those the creators like on TikTok and Instagram have longevity because it's been like maybe five years. But I think so too. The YouTube creators have been around for 15, 20 plus years and they've just like evolved with time. I think um, a huge reason of that, I've been trying to like, I've been thinking of that. And I think it's because yeah. they had to change up their content throughout the years and change what they were posting, but it was always still on the same platform, if that makes sense. Like other people yeah. then have to switch platforms and then fully do new content like on TikTok or on Instagram or whatever. But like if you're consistent, for years and years with YouTube, it's like you're still consistent. It's just changing the type yeah. of content. And your viewers like grow up with you. I think that's what a lot happened with a lot of them. Is like That is really cool. They were allowed to start branching out because their viewers were getting older. There's a makeup artist that started on YouTube called Jackie Ina. And she was on YouTube for years. And she still does YouTube videos, but not as frequently. But she's, like, it's really cool to watch her content on TikTok and Instagram. And recently, she's basically been creating, like, 
many, many YouTube videos as her TikToks and Instagrams. And so oh. the style like is mean, really cool. Like, I don't know exactly how to describe it. Like, is it, it filmed in landscape? Like, no, it's filmed in the, you know, TikTok, Instagram, vertical. real video. Vertical, yeah. Um, But just kind of like... She, like, takes you along for her day, but it's very, like, YouTube style. I don't know exactly know how to, like, point out the specific differences. Deb, you might be able to, like, verbalize it better than I am. Does she use a camera? I haven't seen it, but yeah, it she sounds uses like a she's camera. copying me. <laughs> yeah, she. I think she's probably just copying Stupid. you. <laughs> it's not as fast-paced, maybe. Like, it's not as fast-paced as, like, a lot of people's day in the lives of, like... What's her name? Bam, bam, bam. Jackie Ina. Does she break them up, then, into multiple videos? Or it's, like, a really long No, it's, like, one... It's one video. And then she kind of, like, does a sign-off. She doesn't say, like, follow me, subscribe. But she's, like, see you guys next time. I kind of love that. I do love it. But, like, because she's played around with a lot of different styles on TikTok and Instagram. But... I've been really liking this new style that she's done. Also, Miss Remy Cruz, YouTuber, got engaged this weekend. That's exciting. Most people probably don't know who the fuck that is, but... I think they do, actually. (laughs) She is iconic. (laughs) If you don't know who Remy Ashton is, go look her up on YouTube. Was that really big for you? Yeah, I called her for years. Literally right before we were recording on Friday, my friend called me and she's like, guess who got engaged? I was like, who? (laughs) She's like, guess, guess. And I was like, Remy. (laughs) The thing is, I thought she's been engaged (laughs) before. Like, I thought she's already engaged. Yeah. Uh, But now I'm excited because, like, she's probably going to – she wants to have a June wedding. So she's probably going to get engaged two months before me. And Lord DIY. Married. Oh, yeah. Married two months before me. And Laura DIY is also getting married this year. So it's like all the YouTube girlies that I grew up on are getting married in the same year as me. And they're posting like wedding DIYs and like fun wedding content. And I'm relating more to Alicia who is just getting (laughs) anxiety and. (laughs) Which one's Alicia? Are they best friends? The single one. (laughs) Pretty basic podcast together. Alicia Murray. Remy and Alicia do it together? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I think she's pretty good at dating, though, and stuff. Yeah. She's always bringing the dating stories. I think maybe she's better at hooking up than dating. Oh, that's an interesting. I don't interesting. know if she dates, if she's actually been on dates. I hmm. hear a lot of stories about her, like, making out with people at a bar or something. That's true. That's fun. And not like, but like I hear her talk about the anxiety of actually like dating someone and like trying to connect with people on apps and that type of stuff too. And I don't Which think Which is scarier to you, making out with a stranger at a bar or going on a date? Making out with a stranger at a bar sounds gross to me, but if I was drunk, it wouldn't be scary because I would probably just do it. Interesting. I wouldn't do it sober. Making out with a stranger at a bar. Okay, so anxiety is like. I've never done that. Anxiety (laughs) is like you're worried about the future and something that's coming up. Uh huh. When you're making Making out with a stranger stranger, at a bar, you're in the moment and you don't give a fuck. Yeah. 
No. Yeah. So maybe that's what you should do more. <laughs> Palm Springs, <Because> baby. Then, <laughs> yeah. Palm Springs. Go find some retirees. Maybe yeah. I'll find a sugar daddy. Maybe there's some rich, like, Coachella executives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that could be fun. <laughs> That'd be so funny. I wanted to ask you guys what your thoughts were on Fashion Week and if you would ever mm. want to go to one. Oh, it's a good pop culture. That is a great. Ideally, I would love to be, you know, like my thing is I want to feel important and like mm-hmm. yeah. people to be requesting my presence and stuff. Like that would be the dream that like a brand yeah. wanted. Like how Ken just flew out for whatever the fuck show. Like that's what I want. But also yeah. like I feel like that would be a lot of stress. That would be really stressful. Yeah. You'd have to like work. really prepare mentally for it. Mm-hmm. I follow Kylie's journey through New York Fashion Week because I think she's kind of doing some cool things. Like she's doing she something with no um, cabbage. Oh, oh. I, she is yeah. so cool. The, um, I think she's she did like a Tezza thing, which is like very up oh, your yeah. alley. Um, she did. She's doing some sort of camera thing. She did a um, car yeah, sponsorship also. Yeah. And then obviously I think she's going to a couple shows too. But I think that like her journey is probably more your speed versus like going to three shows a day type of thing. Yeah. That is way more what I would want to do. I honestly like didn't even know that she – like that that was associated with Fashion Week. I thought what she was doing was even fully separate. I don't know what what it really is, but it probably maybe it's just is like together. happenstance that they're like at the same time. I mean, Tezza's I think I would like have way too much fashion. imposter syndrome of like I'm not a fashion girly. That's why I could never because yeah. like imagine deciding your outfit for that. Yeah, I would need to stop. Oh my god, I would feel like such an imposter. Like I would feel like like when just because like none of my outfits are like red carpet. Yeah. And, oh like, God, the yeah. celebrities are wearing, like, designer outfits and, like, the influencers wearing something from, like, Princess Polly or Revolve or something. <laughs> yeah. I would just but a lot like, of them end up so getting, stupid. like, a lot of them are at that point where they have, like, the stylus and everything. Yeah. yeah if I had That's that, like- then I would feel a little better. But if I was just, like, I got this outfit online at Macy's, no- nothing against Macy's. Yeah. If it was, like, a sweatpants convention, I'd be down. But I just don't think I yeah. fit the bill. But then you have to get the fanciest sweatpants. Like, what brand makes $200 sweatpants? I'm sure they're out there. Probably mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. I just don't think I would have the right vibe. But I would love the social aspect of it all. Mm-hmm. So if someone could just, like, put clothes on me. Mm-hmm. And like, what do you even do though? Like, is it just a bunch of fashion shows? And like, I think a lot of it is like people, the the designers are like releasing their new collections, and mm. so they're like, yeah. But I think it's really like changed in the last. It's really changed in the last like five or so years, because now it's like geared towards not just the show and like the after party but there's like a whole bit with it like there's mm-hmm. a whole like event that's like sen- that's like very photograph like central like people can take really cute pictures and um like advertise that way and there's a lot more influencers at the fashion shows when mm-hmm. before it was just like editors and like models and like fashion people in that world so interesting 
Yeah. What do you guys think about the streamies? Would you want to go to that? I think it'd be really cool. I just I feel like I don't ever have like that level of. I feel like you guys could definitely be like there, and like win for your editing and you videos could. and stuff. Yeah. I think you could totally get to that level. I feel like things like that feel like like if I was going to the Emmys, obviously I would just be there for a good time because obviously I don't ever think I would win an Emmy. But like yeah. the streamies, I would be like, well, why why wasn't I nominated for anything? Why? How am I going to do this? Like it's more personal and like close to something that I mm-hmm. yeah. would want to do and it would give me like more anxiety and more like – jealousy i think yeah, yeah. i kind like of tell heck- myself all those things are rigged like i yeah, but so that's then it's of, like this who is the fuck interesting- do i need to pay to be rigged and to win the but shit i think that this, be- this like brings a greater question to like future bigger goals like those mm-hmm. are those things like make you think way more like broader and mm-hmm. like what's the next step in like big step in your career to get how to that point get to like there. yeah yeah like how to like even be considered for a streamy like how to be considered for fashion week if that's like what you wanted to do or I don't know any sort of bigger like award thing and sometimes I think about like I'm just in this very small bubble in space mm-hmm. and then I get on like LinkedIn and stuff and I'm like oh there's a lot more that I could do and mm-hmm. do I want to go there? Mm-hmm, like, yeah. do I want this for myself or is it kind of like this comparison trap of, oh, other people mm-hmm. are getting these awards or these opportunities? Like, is it I don't actually think I would for myself? I don't think I care about that stuff. Like, I don't think I'm interested in the like award shows or maybe brand trips at the least, but like not giant brand trips. I don't know. Like, I just don't think I have wants for those things to me that's like those are my celebrities that like I look up to yeah I think doing some more of the speaking has like gotten me into a place where I don't really want to do like massive speaking opportunities where I'm speaking to like thousands of people but like a room of like 50 I would think I like you wouldn't want to do thousands I could totally see you like I don't think so I don't you think don't want so, to do a TED talk. I don't know. I like. I don't think a so. Thousand percent could see you doing a TED talk in the future. Like I'd ra- way rather really... write a book than do a TED talk. Yeah. My whole thing though is what I've realized doing some of these things is connecting with people in person and connecting with people in general. Like whenever like my programs and stuff, obviously I could do something that's like cheaper and sell like you know, an ebook or a guide or something. And maybe I will, but I love having the connection with the mm-hmm. community in like a very intimate setting versus trying to like, just, I don't know. I literally can fully imagine like a convention center type thing and like you're presenting and then you're connecting with the whole audience, even if it's thousands of people. And then maybe you do like a meet and greet or something after and everyone's mm-hmm. like, Brittany. <laughs> I see it. It's very intimidating. <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know. But I think that like doing like smaller events and stuff is what I really enjoy at this moment. That's awesome. I feel like we're all really figuring out kind of our goals and 
dreams and what we actually like and don't like in the last year or two yeah yeah even though it's been like a harder year I feel like it's like because we're figuring shit out oh yeah so when I turn 32 I'm going to do a year of yes love that what will that apply to ask you to do I know I'm like I'm gonna make a list of fucking questions (laughs) (laughs) I'm just not gonna say no to opportunities I'm gonna do like actually I think so I need to read Shonda Rhimes book but basically like what Shonda did I want to do that when do you turn 32 Saturday (laughs) oh my god that came up so quickly I know you could do Are you nervous, a, scared, excited? Um, kind of blah. Do you get sad? You better get I reading. Get sad the week of my birthday, like full depression. Uh-huh. Do you cry on your birthday usually? Sometimes. I don't know. I guess we'll see. <laughs> you should like schedule something or like set up something. What do you mean? Um, like a massage. Like this would be for more of my gear, but like a <laughs> massage, <laughs> like a pedicure, manicure. That'd be um, nice. Your favorite restaurant, your favorite drinks. Yeah. Well, I'm going to this new putt putt place on Friday. What's it called? Um, I don't Putt shack. Put Shack, yes. Oh, it's not. Pop we went Shack? to one in um, Denver. It was so fun. Okay, cool. Yeah, hmm. we wish that we would have. There's like an option to do eighteen, and we kind of wish we wanted. We did both. We did like yeah. Two we're doing rounds. two games and dinner. Yeah. Um, the food was fun. like so so, but the the golf itself was really fun. It's cool. so yeah, high tech. Like they have your ball. And, like, and it, you don't have to go, like, in any particular order. Like, you just place the ball down, and then it tracks is all your shots, so you don't have to, like, remember anything. Wow. And crazy. so you can really just focus on, like, socializing and, like, yeah. having a good time. And there's, like, waitresses that come around and, like, take your drink orders. Fun. Um, but it's, like, it's bigger, just really, like, real golfing, but, like, smaller than real golfing, it's like but mini bigger golf. than mini golf. It's, like, mini golf. It's, like, putt putt. Oh. The typical I thought there was like a thing around it where it's supposed to be like real golf, but maybe that's pop stroke. Maybe I'm thinking of just a fully different place. I don't think they just opened that golf at all. Oh, they have like fun little things like for each of the holes that you do. There's like little shortcuts you can get. So like if you get the like hole, if you get the ball in like this specific hole, then it like is supposed to go directly into the hole. So you get like mm, hole yeah. One. So there's a lot of fun things like that cute but yeah i'm excited that'll be really fun yeah wait what is it called putt shack putt shack Hmm. i love mini golf i have not played in so long but something different to do yeah are you doing that with your family yeah Oh, yeah, this is very different than what I was talking about. Cool, that looks really fun. That looks like fucking David Busters. Yeah. Are you inviting any of your friends? No. 
just the fam. Yeah, like Do you honestly, have a thing I... with mixing family and friends because I'm kind of weird with yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for letting me crash your family and friends. Yeah, you're <laughs> welcome. <laughs> I love your family. They love you. I think it's like one of those things though. Like your family is one that like people want to like hang out with. So yeah. it's like an honor, like when people like when you like and also I think because you are so tight with your family. It's like an honor, like it feels really nice to like be part of it. You know what I mean? That's yeah. Cute. My mom is really good at like welcoming everybody too. So that's yeah. helpful. But you you prefer like not mixing too much. Yeah. I don't know why. But I mean, like I didn't even like for my birthday, I'm not excited about it. I haven't planned anything. I my mom is like putting together this mini golf thing. So, like, I just really haven't even thought about anything. I'm just like, I don't really care. Hmm. Maybe you can make 32 things that you will definitely say yes to. Or, like, That's try cute. to do. That's a good idea. Might be hard to think of things. Yeah. That's just really scary to commit to. Like, I could <laughs> like to just say yes to everything. Yeah, I'm just like hoping like putting it out into the universe that I want opportunities and stuff. And like there are a couple of things that came my way at the beginning of this year that I just completely ignored and didn't do because I didn't want to. So mm-hmm. like what? There was like that one trip to Vegas for that Oh yeah, dog. Oh, yeah thing with Gronkowski or whatever there are like a couple of people who asked me to be on their podcast and stuff like that yeah those I think are like if you think about it now like those are definitely like very attainable things for you I feel like you've done Mm -hmm. so much growing this year that like you now is it's definitely like something in the realm of possibilities versus like being so far out there Mm -hmm. like before yeah. And then when you keep saying yes, then it's like more evidence in your mind that you like it afterwards and that it pays off Yeah, rather than like regretting saying no. You know, another cool thing could be too is sharing more of your goals on TikTok because you have so many different types of people in your audience and community. And I feel like you sharing your goals could really like put you in rooms that you're like really excited to be in. Because yeah. you can just get connected like and like being like, I really want to work with Skims this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to work with Skims. Like, I want to be on more pod. Like, even you just being like, I want to be on more podcasts. Like, I guarantee, like you saying that a couple times would just put the right type of podcast. Like, you were in your so inbox. right. Yeah. I was literally telling someone that the other day, and that I want to be better at that because like um, they were wanting to start a podcast and the people that they were going to start it with, like it fell through and then they didn't have the people to do it, but they still want to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking like about us and how I kind of did just start to like put it out there more and more of like, I want to start a podcast. I want mm-hmm. to start a podcast with this type of people or these kind of subjects. And then like, mm-hmm. once I found you guys, it was like very easy to quickly fall in place because we'd all been like talking about those subjects and like putting it out there yeah. that we want to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think Robin yeah, exactly. from Girl Boss Town does a really good job of that. I think it's very so intimidating. So it's not like an easy like, oh, yeah, just like go share your goals like that. Like it's not that 
that way especially but. when like a video doesn't do very well and you're like mm-hmm. i really want to work yeah. with skims and only like three people three thousand people see it and then it's like okay well if skim saw that they're gonna be like mm-hmm. keep yeah. dreaming girl but you never know like who will see that and like say you talk about it like a couple times like passively and then you make like a dedicated video to it like you mm-hmm. being like i really want to work with skims this year i want to just do it like i think there's so many you know the right people will see it in time yeah I will do that. Yay. New birthday goals. <laughs> new okay. year, new me. Any other things you want to talk about? Nope. I don't think so. Okie dokie. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. What should we make the question for today's Spotify? What could people answer? Um, team Joe or Team Sophie? Oh, that's a good idea. Okay, I don't know. go... <laughs> Okay. If you're listening on Spotify, go answer the question of our poll. Are you team Joe or team Sophie? And then let us know what pop culture moment has stood out to you recently. Yeah, let us know. Okay. Make sure you join our Facebook group. Follow us on YouTube and TikTok and Instagram. And we'll see you next week. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.